Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and Moffitt Cancer Center, the number one cancer hospital in Florida, the Southeast, and top 10 in the nation, according to Newsweek. Accelerating the science to reach breakthroughs in therapies, outcomes, and prevention. More is at Moffitt.org. Welcome to Live Music Showcase. My name is Ken Apperson. I am the host here of Live Music Showcase. We're live in studio today with, uh, well, I, I don't know. He's just too nice. Doug South. How you doing, buddy? Oh, can't complain right now. I'm so happy to have you in here because our audience loves the kind of music that you play. It's killer. And uh, I think we're going to hear a first song right now. All right. Take it away. This first one's called Safety Net, y'all. Live Music Showcase. I, I already love it. I already love it. 
I know the listeners are loving it, too. You guys will get to call in and let Doug South know exactly how much you're enjoying it in just a few minutes. But uh, first, let's hear that next song. What's the next one called? All right. Uh, this, next, uh, this next song uh, we actually released in August. It's called Must Be Nice. One, two,
Doug South here on Live Music Showcase. That's a that's a jam, man. Oh, thank you, man. That's solid. The uh, there's a lot of confidence necessary to do tempo shifts in the middle of songs. So uh, well done. Well, well it, executed. Uh, it's uh, it's because of the band. These guys. Yeah. Wouldn't be able to do it without them. Yeah, for sure. No, of course not. Because you know, if you change tempos while the rest of the band's, you know, if you go if you shift down to you know eighty and they're still doing you know one ten gonna be problems oh, oh yeah everybody has to subdivide and do long division it doesn't work <laughs> um here in just a little while we're gonna get to know doug south just a little bit more because even though he's only recently started releasing original material doug's been in the music scene here in the tampa bay area for a good long time uh diapers at least i'd say right <laughs> yeah probably i mean the equivalent at least in the music scene uh, but we're definitely going to get into, you know, his music and, and all of the things that make him tick. And we're also going to talk a little bit about what it's like to be in the Tampa Bay music scene and the dichotomy that exists between the original Tampa Bay music scene and the cover band music scene. Which side are you on? It's like people that like pineapple on pizza and people that don't, you know, sometimes they just don't always get along. But we're going to get along today because I'm on the other side of that fence today. <laughs> so I'll be representing, so to speak. But uh, before we do that, uh, I want to remind everybody at home, we do have a live stream going on right now. If you're watching right now, then you know because you're watching the live stream. But all you have to do is go on Facebook and search WMNF's Live Music Showcase to join in on the fun here in the live stream. People are already leaving comments in here. Uh, let's see. Adam says, sound a great, boys. Adam uh, Hawker. I don't know if you know Adam. Oh, yes. Yeah, Ser yeah. Solid Serenation, man. There it is. Serenation. Yeah. Adam's the man. Uh, I think uh, I think Adam was the one when we had them on the show. He got way too into it and like fell over and knocked over a bunch of equipment. Uh, that's on a past episode. Uh, but you know, join in on the live stream. Check out Doug and his luscious locks. Uh, he's just too nice. At the end of the day, what's the next song? So we're gonna uh, switch it up a little bit. This uh, next song is called Whiskey Talk. I'm gonna get our twang on just a little bit. All righty. Seems like I'm just a whiskey talking. I'm not the one you're calling. I don't think you're calling me. I'm just a whiskey talking. I'm 
I love it. I love it. Doug South, everybody. Doug South here on Live Music Showcase. We're live here every Friday on WMNF uh, 88.5 FM at 2 o'clock after the news headlines. We're also live on WMNF.org. So if you're like a person who doesn't have a radio anywhere other than your car and you want to keep listening live, you can do that at WMNF.org. And you can listen to the show in podcast form anytime, anywhere on Spotify or Apple Music. Just search Live Music Showcase. You'll find this episode and all of our other past episodes on there. This episode will be live tonight. Uh, usually they drop around 5 o'clock. It's pretty cool. So, um, in just a few more minutes, we're going to get to know Doug a little bit better. And, uh, I mean, I know this mall better than anyone at the end of the day. So, uh, But first, what's the next song that you're going to play? So uh, this next song, so the last three are uh, some original songs of ours. Uh, this next song is going to be a cover. Uh, so the last song we did, Whiskey Talking, actually features uh, Damon Fowler on it. He's uh, doing some lap steel. He's an amazing lap steel player. Uh, and, you know, I have a lot of, like, blues influence and stuff. I, you know, blues guitar is, like, where I kind of got started with, like, going to the jams and all that. Uh, we're actually doing a show coming up uh, before uh, at the Armature Works. We're doing like a blues and brews thing, and uh, we're playing before Damon Fowler. We got Sean Kyle playing before us. Uh, so uh, this is kind of the kind of thing you're probably going to be hearing uh, when we play that show. And uh, this is uh, called Next Door Neighbor Blues. Next Door Neighbor Blues by uh, Gary Clark Jr. Uh, but our own little twist on it, you know, not exactly how he does it, but yeah, check it out. Ready? One, two, three.
Too nice. Every lick. Sexy. <laughs> oh, it's good, man. I'm so I'm a little jealous of your left hand. <laughs> that could go a couple of ways. You're listening to Live Music Showcase right now. We're live in studio with Doug South. Uh, we're going to get into in just a few moments here. Actually, I think we have just enough time for one more song. And then right. we're going to dig into who Doug South is, put him under a microscope, and just see what makes... I'm just messing with you. <laughs> we're going to keep it fun. We're going to keep it light. Everything's <laughs> going to be relaxed. Uh, what's the next one? Oh, and actually, when is that show that you were mentioning? Uh, it's, uh, dis- or November 18th. 18th, correct? right. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, November 18th. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, what's the next one called? So this next song is a song we actually just released uh, a couple weeks ago. It's called World War Me. Okay. And, uh, you know, not the best timing to release a song with that title, but it's it's just about like an internal <laughs> internal war, you know, okay. in your head. Yeah. Like anxiety. You know? Well, you know, relatable. Everybody can relate to that. Relatable, you know, eventually. So yeah. We'll see. Okay. Well, uh, take it away, Doug South. All right. All right. One, two, three.
The man himself, Doug South, here on Live Music Showcase. Uh, it's just, it's too nice. It's too nice. It's really good. Uh, we have a few comments already in the comments uh, in the live stream. You can tune in and make a comment as well. If you're watching right now, leave a comment. Let uh, let us know what you think, how it sounds. Uh, if you uh, like Doug's guitar. Our video director earlier was commenting. He was like, yeah, Doug's guitar even matches the color scheme of the lighting behind him. So we we're like, okay, we'll just have to make sure that all of the musicians do that from now on. That's Absolutely. Yeah, it's, a, it's perfect. Well done. Well thought out. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Um, Adam said, sounding great, boys. Um, Willie Sylvester says, awesome. Will never be a good enough word. Job well done, guys. Oh, I love Willie, man. Willie's probably been to over yeah. 300 gigs. Wow. Yeah. Willie's the man. He's a, he's a, so if you want to leave a little uh, note or a message or a call, more more likely a call or a text message, uh, you can call into the studio right now. We're doing our little AMA segment, Ask Musicians Anything, where you call in and ask Doug South any question that you want to ask him. Our board op, Charlie, will take your questions. He'll send them to me, and I will ask Doug those questions at the end of the show. Uh, we already have a few comments right now. A couple people. One said, uh, let's see, love Doug South. Sundays at Gas Bars back in the day were the best Sunday fun days. Love your show and MNF. Matt from St. Pete. Oh, hell yeah. That's one. And then another one said, who's that playing guitar? It's Doug South. So, uh, but that's a good segue, I think, into you know kind of the topic that I think we're going to lean into today. Uh, before we do, though, uh, tell everyone who you are, Doug South. Your where, where can people find your music first and foremost? Uh, so we have it on uh, you know all the or most of the uh, streaming platforms. Sure, you can listen to like Spotify, Apple Music, pretty much everything that Distro Kid let me check. You yeah, know? Uh-huh. Uh, so you can find it on there. Uh, I think you can purchase it on Amazon and iTunes. Yeah. Uh, nice. I've had a few people ask me about CDs and like, ah, like ah, what are those? It's 2023. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, I had the the CD player like thing yeah. like that, that you like could you know walk around with and you had the little mm-hmm. headphones and the stuff. The disc man. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I had that. You know, but yeah. uh, I don't know. Eventually, one day. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Doug South, I'll tell you, I'll give you my perspective first of all. Um, You know, when you were first coming up, you were like 18 in the scene here, in the scene locally. Yeah. And you were were playing in bars. A lot of people do. A lot of people get their start doing that. And in this market, for those of you listening who don't know, this market has a really, really prominent uh, cover music scene. 
just about every bar and restaurant in town has some version of live music playing, especially in Ebor and on the beaches and in Channelside. There, there's live music just about everywhere you turn. I mean, chances are you, you already know this if you're a Tampa Bay native. Um, but what you may not know is that there really are two different music scenes in the Tampa Bay area. One of them is the original music scene, the people that are, are writing their own music and, and really focusing on just doing like ticketed shows at, at venues where they can do that kind of thing. Uh, and then the other side of it is the cover bands who you, you don't really do ticketed shows for cover music unless it's like New Year's Eve or something like that. Um, but the interesting thing is, you know, a lot of us get along. A lot of us do. Most of us do, I'd say. That's one of the cool things about being in a market where there are so many different places to play and so many different people to play with that there isn't really a need for the the kind of cutthroat mentality that might exist in other music markets like you know Nashville or L.A., uh, whether they exist there or not. Um, but tell me about your experience when you first started playing shows. So uh, I actually... Uh Got started by going to uh, blues jams. Yeah. Uh, you know, actually, my first time actually ever playing out is uh, I told my parents I was going to sleep over at a friend's house when I was 16, and yeah. I actually went and bust on 7th Street wow. at like 2 in the morning, or like, you know, like midnight, 1 in the morning and stuff. I was like kind of sitting next to the cops and they're like, uh, there were horses or whatever, and I was just right. busking for like a couple hours. And I thought, and I like actually made like a little bit of money, like for a 16 year old. And then uh, I got busted though, because I got a red light ticket on the way home. <laughs> so that was my first time like really playing out. But like I started out going to the open mics and the open blues jams. Like the open blues jams, you could throw a rock and hit an open blues jam like six or seven years ago. There's yeah. not as many of them around now, but that's like really what like got me like playing with other people more and stuff. And then, uh, and at some of the venues that I would, you know, play the at the blues jams or the open mic nights, that was where I kind of got some of my first gigs, you know? Yeah. yeah. When you, when you played, okay, so I'll tell you, I played that, I think we're going to talk about the same one, but there was one at, at the Green Iguana that's oh, still yeah. going on. Oh, yeah. That's been going on for like 20 oh, years. Actually, I don't think it is going on anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think the pandemic know, mostly wiped that I one I know out. Dean moved over to another place, but anyway. Yeah. So that one was legendary. And I can say, I would say confidently, but I would also say sheepishly that I can definitely tell, I can say there's there's been a couple of nights where I definitely played there, but I do not remember it at all, as is customary at Blues Jams. Absolutely. So when you first started playing, you're 18, you're in a sea of musicians in the, in that scene who are ridiculously talented. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you find yourself uh, partaking in the, the liquid confidence uh, to help yourself experience that Here confidence on stage? I mean, like, obviously I found ways when I was like, you know, before I turned 21, but not as much. And then, well, allegedly like, is what yeah, we Yeah, allegedly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, it wasn't as uh, wasn't as often, yeah. you know, younger. And mm -hmm. it's just, it was just kind of like a pain. And also like, you know, I, I lived in like Newport Ritchie and like Land O'Lakes at that time. That's a so drive. That's like an hour drive. You're mm -hmm. not, you know, you're not trying to have like a bunch of drinks and then go mm -hmm. drive an hour home or anything. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, you know, I was just, I, I was just so, I was trying to go out to a jam like every night of the week. And then I would find like, you know, somebody's gig on a Friday or Saturday before I started gigging all the time. I would just try to find somebody else playing on a Friday or Saturday night. You know, um, I got to say, uh, uh, Sarasota Slim, who's the legend around here, uh, the first time I went to the Green Iguana, I like had to get up at like six in the morning to uh, go to school or whatever. And, mm -hmm. I'm, and I'm like, oh, hopefully, you know, I can get get up at a decent time. It was my first time there, and uh, I it was like about so the jam went from like ten to two, right. and it was about 
like 148 <laughs> yeah i was still waiting uh sarasota slim gave me his guitar in the middle of the song and like let me take a solo and, and stuff and uh i'll always remember that and then he invited me to sit in with him at one of his gigs so like like i, I will always remember that so slim if you're listening thank you man he's not but that's okay yeah yeah not because of you though <laughs> so um first of all uh, well, first of all, we're already in the middle of a conversation. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Doug South right now. We're doing the interview portion of Live Music Showcase here on Live Music Showcase. I'm saying it twice so you remember the name of the show. It's every Friday at 2 p.m., by the way. We're live in studio with a new band every week. Uh, tell me about Paul Blart. Oh, man. Why are you guys laughing? Why is the band laughing? Why are we laughing, guys? What's oh, happening? Oh, man. This is... It's a funny film. It's the... Yeah, we, we, we played over in... Uh, Key West a couple couple months ago um, with uh, Jen Treadley is my my friend Greg's band Greg yeah. Turner and uh, you know we were in the band house it was pretty late you can you can kind of put the puzzle pieces together but I, I told probably honestly I don't I still don't think it's one of my it worst had to be jokes. the worst joke he's ever said in his life I I could definitely come up with worse that sounds like a challenge Dead silence yeah. like no one laughed it was what like, was the joke what was the joke can you say it you can't say it. Probably not. Probably not. I don't that's mean, I don't, honestly, that's kind of like hazy. I mm -hmm. just remember saying Paul Bart, you know. <laughs> it was late. It, it, like, you know, it was, it's you we were playing like two gigs a day there, so. No one knows the small better than me. <laughs> that's right. Mm -hmm. That's too nice, man. That's too nice. Oh. Oh. <laughs> What's too nice? Tell me about too nice. <laughs> We're all just in, we're in Wait, stitches is, is, here. Is there a camera on AJ right now? There's we, no camera. I don't think there's a camera on, on him, but... we got to get a shot on AJ. Well, AJ's the drummer. He's yeah, in the drum booth right now. Tell us about Two Nice, Doug. Yeah, tell us about Two Nice. Oh, man. We have, you know, there was like six dudes in, in the band house, and, you know, I just didn't get to the point of showering, you know? And, ah. Yeah, you know, and I got roasted for it pretty hard, so... So they were saying you were too oh, nice? Yeah, well, two nights. I didn't shower for two nights. Oh, that, two nights? Yeah. So I've been saying it wrong the whole time. That's fun. Okay. So it's two nights. That's why I've been saying two nice for the whole show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, it's like one bathroom between like eight dudes, you know? Like, yeah. Well, that sounds like yeah, a movie. Yeah, that's the reason. That's the reason. So with that in mind, uh, band members, because we, we have a full band in here today. And I know that you guys, some of you guys play with other groups, I believe. Do, do you all play with other groups? Is that accurate? Does everybody play with other people? Yeah. We're all mercenaries. We're all hired guns. I like that. Why do you like to play with Doug? Anybody. Crickets. <laughs> Anybody. Yeah. All right. I'll go first. So I really, I was really turned to Doug's music, his original music. I was like, I really like this sound, this yeah. kind of vibe to the music. And I wanted to be involved a little more with like the songwriting and maybe playing or recording on some songs that he had already done. Um, but also I just... Like, I've known Doug for a handful of years now, and in the time that I've known him, he's, like, excelled quite quite a lot, like, with his technical ability, just with his musical better. choices, mm -hmm. and he just... He, he came one time to the Sunday night jam that I hosted, Ruby's Elixir downtown with the Family Funk, and we were doing something, and I was just... I just turned around, and I was like, he is... He's playing some stuff right now. Yeah. Like, I don't remember Doug playing licks like that. And we got to talking, and I needed some more work around town. And uh, he was like, I can get you more work. I'm also working on some music. He was like, you, you shared it with me? And I was like, dude, I am down. I like this kind of stuff. And I don't get to play this kind of music, this uh, pool of music with 
really many people so right it's kind of nice that we we have a little thing going on now so mm-hmm. yeah I, I enjoy it it's 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 easy it's fun um they're enjoyable i like the fact that he allows me to like sing harmonies a little bit more with the song love the harmonies by the way and, uh, love it and, 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 yeah yeah it's beautiful yeah it's been a great it's been great fun so. ba- other band members why do you like playing with doug anybody <laughs> yep um, I'll say, I mean, I met Doug. My dad introduced me to Doug. My mm-hmm. dad's also a bass player. He was playing with Doug, you know, back then. I met him when I was, like, 18. And he's been a hang, you know, fun to play with. He's a great guitar player, you know. Mm-hmm. Can't complain about that. And just let's just do whatever we want, but also it's got to be right. But. It's like you can do whatever you want as long as, as it's long my as, yeah, word. Exactly, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Doug South in a nutshell. Well, that's the compromise of being in a band. We've talked about that before, you know. Uh, so, okay, let me let me touch on one thing real quick and then we'll keep going. But I, wanna, I always want uh, I, to... I, this thought comes up almost every time we have a band in here. And the, the reality is this situation that we have going on here, breaking the fourth wall here for a minute for the listeners and for the viewers... This is not a. This is not an easy situation to perform in. It's not. It's the kind of situation that makes you feel like you're literally on a, a, an operating table and getting pulled apart. And you play a song, and there's no one there to, to cheer for you. I know you're all listening at home, but you know they can't see or hear you. So there's a little bit of disconnection here. So it's pretty hard to execute your songs the way you're used to playing them in front on a stage in front of people or in rehearsal and things like that and um i haven't heard anything wrong yet nothing i haven't heard i haven't heard any i haven't heard any like you're hitting you're bending you bend the strings exactly where they need to go at the speed they need to go it's a it's a subtle nuance to guitar playing that a lot of people don't realize but like bending a note is one of the hardest things to execute in a, in a uh, in a technically proficient way because it's the only time you're not using a fret to get to the actual note you're trying to get to. you got to use your ear to hit it right. Oh, yeah. Um, and I would say, yeah, I remember coming up and hearing about hearing this name, oh, this guy Doug South, oh, this, you know, there's this new kid in town. He's like, Doug South. I'm like, ooh, Johnny come lately, which doesn't mean anything to you because you're too young. <laughs> but I remember the first time I saw you play, it was at Gaspar's. I remember that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, back in the day when I had the banker haircut. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I remember being mad and cynical. Because I was like, oh, man, this guy's really good. Now I'm going to have to compete with this. Are you kidding me? And that was true because you were so damn good. And you were young enough that I was like, I bet he doesn't even know how good he is at this point. I had a lot to work on, man. Of course, I, I, I you didn't did. Everybody I was, does. I, I honestly had no like. I, I appreciate them putting up with me for that because I did. I did not know what I was doing, man. I didn't know how to run sound or like. I, I just. I, I was just getting started, so like I, I appreciate that people were you know supportive and everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I mean that's the thing. You know, I knew a lot of people that had a similar sentiment, and the reality is, you know, when you when you're a gigging musician. And, and for those who don't know at home, like that's what I do for a living too. I play in bars and restaurants for, for a living. I play anywhere from three to five to seven times a week. That's what most of us do. We, we gig. Um, you spend a lot of time in your own head and you also spend a lot of time in the bubble of the local scene and cynicism is a thing. Oh, yeah. So anytime you have an opportunity to go, ew, it, for whatever reason, we have a tendency to embrace that. As I've gotten older, I try to you know, minimize that. But do you find yourself doing that too? Uh, not as much anymore. I, I'm kind of trying to like uh, not like focus in like on, on the bubble like you're talking about mm-hmm. uh, and just trying to like, I guess uh, 
I'm just trying to focus on a bigger picture, and it's like I I, I guess uh, I used to be really into like oh like this band around town, or this band or this guy or this gal or whatever, and mm-hmm. like now I'm just more like kind of just thinking at it about it like at a big picture, like all all the artists that have stuff going on, whether they be local, whether they be regional or mm-hmm. national, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, I just kind of just, and you know you gotta appreciate musicians and just people in general for who and what they are. You know, like mm-hmm. you can't you can't go into like a you know if you're going to see like a jazz band or something, but you like want to you want to hear like like something different or whatever. Like you you I feel like some people just want to hear a certain thing when they see a band. If they don't hear that certain thing, they're like, oh, well, this, this isn't good. You know, but it's just that is a great point, and I think that that can sometimes be just that individual person and there's nothing you can do about it, right? They yeah. walk in and they have an idea. Like they, It's kind of like you, you know, you're hungry and you, you want something to eat. They walk into a restaurant and they already know what they want. And if that restaurant doesn't have what they want, they just, they're out. They're, they're not, yeah. they're, they're just not there for it. But then there's the people who walk in and they don't really know what they want, but then they see something and they're like, that's the thing I want. But when you're playing, your appearance, you know, how you're dressed, how you present yourself, how the band presents themselves, that can all kind of set that expectation up so then if they see you from like outside and they're passing and before they hear you and then they come inside and they see that the sound matches what they had in mind now they're like oh this is so cool because they they've already built that anticipation up because of the expectation and then the opposite is true if the expectation that they that is set is different than what they then come in and experience they go and not only that's not always a bad thing right yeah i i don't know like i i guess i don't know do i look like what i sound yeah 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 okay. yeah you look the part okay yeah you're I fine. yeah i don't know yeah i mean you said earlier space twang right i yeah i actually just uh kind of came up with that a little bit this week i'm like i don't know what the call what i what i do that the, yeah. like the identity crisis thing we were talking about earlier it's like yeah you know and and that mm-hmm. happens i believe too like it's a lot easier for that to happen when you do cover gigs because you have to play so many different kinds of music and like you enjoy playing these different kinds of music or or you might get good at it you know but it might not be your identity like you know so that's uh so uh, yeah i kind of was just like what do i call my music like when people ask well what kind of music do you play i'm like oh well i'm trying to not trying to minimize the uh description sure Mm -hmm. so that's what i came up with so far space twang yeah Yeah. i like it i think it i think it's i think it's apt especially the new song yeah and like Like it you know because i feel like uh, as far as my influences go like i'm really into like psychedelic and indie rock psychedelic rock ranging from thought you were going to say psychedelic drugs and i was oh. going to be like me too bro oh, yeah. me too oh, yeah. oh, oh. oh i don't need any right that now for a just while. kidding no. <laughs> may or may not be kicking in no, that? Uh, yeah was, uh, that, that, that water bottle tasted pretty good yeah mm-hmm. uh, but uh, snozberries taste like snozberries so <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean I hear it. I hear it in in the uh, you know the way you play because it's uh, yeah like psychedelic rock ranging from like you know like Beatles and Doors and the Kinks and, and stuff like that. But I also like really got into the indie rock stuff like like Mac DeMarco and Tame Impala and bands like that like really influenced me too. But and then on the other hand, I'm like really into you know really twangy like country stuff like the like all that stuff, which yeah. is like kind of. A little bit of a weird mixture, but uh, I, you so know. you end up with uh, I, this is relatable. This is very relatable, especially to the cover musicians out there. Uh, speaking from personal experience, yeah, you spend too much time in that mentality of essentially trying to assimilate to some degree to the way that those other musicians do their thing and make their music magical, and you end up with having a hard time 
remembering why you love music in the first place. Yeah, and uh, but I think, uh, you know, it's very, I, I notice a lot of people like kind of like a negative connotation about the cover scene, yeah. right? But I think it's a blessing because you're getting paid to play music. Mm -hmm. You know, you're getting paid for like, and you don't have to have a following or anything most of the time, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, for a cover gig, at least. I'm and paying you $200 for your whole band in my venue. I, I expect to see 30 to 500 people. Uh, I've, I've, I've encountered that before. We've had before. that conversation. Those, yeah. those bars usually don't stay open too long. No, they don't. Uh, and, um, you know, I guess, uh, but the practice that you get from, like, that's why I wanted to make sure I did cover gigs full time because I, I needed the practice. Like, if I came out at 18 and I was, like, super polished and seasoned and didn't need to practice like yeah maybe i wouldn't do cover gigs it would just go straight to ticketed gigs and do the whole product thing but i was just not ready and the cover gigs doing them all the time like five six sometimes seven days a week for years and years has helped me become more comfortable on the stage more comfortable with my instrument more comfortable performing and yeah that that experience i feel like is just you know it's uh, priceless. There's no better way to make a living while gaining that invaluable experience that you'll never get anywhere else in, in large abundance. Uh, last thing, last thing, and real quick. If young you met you now, what would young you be proud of? Uh, you know, I think I always wanted to be like a, I always wanted to be a guitar player and like a musician. And like, I've had like people say, oh, you'll, you know, you, yeah, you won't, you won't do it for a living, like or whatever, sure. you know, and like, you'll just do it like a hobby or something. And, uh, you know, I'm, I think young me would be happy that I do it for a living and stuff. He'd probably be like, uh, a little bit of disappointed with some of the gigs that I do sometimes, but you know, I, I well, think we can't all we can't play every single <laughs> glory gig out there. Yeah. You know? We are live in studio with Doug South here, and just a reminder for the AMA: if you want to call in or leave an email with your question or comment for Doug South, the phone number is eight one three two three nine nine six six three. Our board op Charlie will take your call and your question. He'll pass them on to me, and I'll ask Doug all of them at the end of the uh, show here. So, uh, Doug, what is this next song that you're going to be playing for us? So, this next song is called, uh, we actually just wrote this uh, about a month, month ago, Climbing Through Forever. Yeah. About, about a month, month ago. A uh, month or two ago. Uh, it's a baby song. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's, a, it's a, I think it's one of my weirder ones. We'll see. I wrote this during the, when the hurricane hit, when I was like locked in the house. So. We love weird on this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this one's called Climbing Through Forever. All right. Yeah. One, two, three, eight. Young, not live, old, not die, in a world full of answers, and people asking why. Smiles that you give, the tears that you cry, leaves me wanting to myself, staring at the sky. Oh, fly me far The energy exchange 
attraction Taking me so high She is just a person And I am just a guy Flying through the space Rolling with the tide Music Showcase. Live music showcase. We're live in studio with Doug South. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, it's all good. It was a really nice hard stop, and I was like, "Oh, okay, time for a plug, I guess." Yeah, got yeah, got both of us because Mark wouldn't have, he wouldn't have dialed up the uh, microphone. That's good. That's a sign that it's a good, well executed hard stop. Well, we're, guys. we're actually probably gonna take you saying that and yeah. sample it and yeah. put it into the actual recording. Perfect. On, yeah. On the break. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Live music showcase. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, we're wrapping up the show here. Before we go, I always like to, we always like to make sure that the people that work behind the scenes on this show get the credit that they deserve. Uh, sound mixer, Mark Perfetti. Our video director today is Ed Lehman. Our camera operators are Charles Holsoppel and Marcy Connors and, uh, the Larry Lockdown. Our board op today is Charlie Cushing. Our photographer is Corey Beltran. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio today with Doug South. Now, we do have just one comment they called in. Actually, we had a couple, but I shared this with you already. Uh, and it's not a question. It's just a comment. It says, Mr. Doug has stellar chops. I appreciate that. The live showcase has been a splendid sonic stage for his talent. Thanks. Claude Largo. Thanks, Claude. Nice Thanks for listening, it. Claude. Appreciate that, man. All right. Quick, uh, very quick, uh, quick question. What's your one favorite thing in the entire world that is not music-related before we go into your last song? Hmm. Honestly, the beach, man. The beach? I love the beach. I love, I love the, the beach, water. man, too. Dishwasher. Dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, those are handy. Uh, I'm the dishwasher in my relationship. What's the there, yeah, that's good. All right, so what's the final song that you're going to take us out with? So this uh, song's called 4.30 AM. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, not released or anything, but uh, we have it recorded, and, you know, and we're probably going to be, it's probably going to be put out in, like, either an EP or collection at some point next year. Nothing good happens at 4.30 AM. 
Unless you're getting up early to work out. You oh, know? that's true. Which I do all the time. You yeah. know? Good yeah. for you. Cap. Do you? Do you? <laughs> Cap. He's a Cap. <laughs> well, we can't all be superstars when it comes to that kind of thing. But you sure as heck are working out those fingers on that guitar. Oh, trying. You single? No. You trying to be? Uh, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. No, oh, I'm just kidding. Man. All right, take it away. Take that last. Take us out with this last song. Thanks again for listening, everybody. This is Live Music Showcase. We are here every Friday at 2 p.m. Listen live with us on 88.5 FM and listen live on WMNF.org or listen in podcast form anytime, anywhere on Spotify or Apple Music by searching Live Music Showcase. Doug South here in the studio with us. Take it away, Doug. This is WMNF Tampa.